welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Well, Charlie, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. So, Randy, you've got a uh, your former professor at a couple of universities here, prestigious universities in real estate and finance. You've been in, uh, active in real estate now for many years, and you actually manage an interval fund, okay, uh, for real estate, uh, which is becoming a little more popular. So tell us, uh, real estate's been rising since the 2008 uh, financial debacle here. Uh, so it's been going up about eight years. Do you see it? Uh, are we in the third inning or in the eighth inning? Or where are we here in the uh, improving real estate marketplace? Well, the ultimate answer depends on what property type and what market you're looking at. But when you step back and go, well, we're definitely not in the first or second anymore. Uh, you know, in 2008, 2009, a person could have stepped in. They could have bought pretty much anything they wanted to. And the property would have risen in value. We had good outcomes. As we sit here today, price per square foot is at a pretty high number. And our cap rates are relatively low. However, um, you know, real estate really is an income type play. We believe that we probably have a good bit of legroom left in the market, largely because one, there hasn't been any construction in place. So in the, we, we continue to see strong demand. We see demand for multifamily, office, industrial, and retail. And that demand is outpaced, if you will, supply. So we've seen vacancy decline in rent growth in every market. In fact, we've seen almost 6% year-over-year rent growth in the top properties across the top market. So we believe as long as the economy stays healthy and there's not too aggressive of interest rate increases coming, that real estate should perform quite well uh, in 2016 and 2017 as we move through uh, a different part of the cycle. So as we all know, Randy, uh, we've heard for years that the key to buying right in real estate is location, location, location. So what kind of locations is uh, Griffin Capital looking at these days? Well, we really look at buying in the very best location because in those very best locations, there's always a demand driver. So when we're looking at office buildings, you know, we're largely looking at downtown uh, Manhattan, or if we're looking at retail, we're looking at high street retail, something you would see in the Miracle Mile in Chicago, uh, a Rodeo type drive. We're looking at multifamily. We're not looking at garden walk-ups in, let's say, Tampa. I'm from Orlando, so I can pick on Tampa. We're really looking for a high-rise type property in a, in a San Francisco. So we're looking where the properties always have a demand driver, where the markets are really supply constrained, so it's tough to get new competition in that space, and you can really drive rent growth. You're not going to make money in real estate during this part of the cycle by cap rates compressing and just more money coming in. You're going to make money in this cycle by investing where there's true demand drivers and inability for new supply to hit the market and to get strong NOI growth over and over to grow returns. So are you looking at buying properties where you can bring in value-added opportunity? How do you see making money in real estate so there's lots of different ways to make money in real estate. We focus on, at, at, at Griffin, we focus on buying properties that are core properties. Those properties are already what they're going to be. They're not. We're not trying to add value. We're not trying to make the kitchen nicer or the lobby nicer in an office building. We're trying to get the best properties in the best markets and then asset manage them in a way to drive rent hopefully to market where the demand drivers out, outpace supply. We also focus on putting a very low level of leverage on our properties. When people lose money in real estate, generally speaking, it's because they have too much leverage and they have to sell their properties at the wrong time when the debt's not available. So it's low leverage, it's top properties, it's properties that are already uh, producing high levels of income. 
And uh, you're using an interval fund, which is a somewhat unique structure, becoming more popular. However, what really counts, as we all know, is uh, the real estate itself, how it actually performs. So what uh, industries are you looking at going into? What types of real estate are you looking at? So what we do in our interval fund is try to bring uh, investments to an individual uh, that they couldn't otherwise access. So we uh, wrap up individuals' money and we invest them side by side with the largest pension and endowment plans across the country and invest in a large pool. In fact, our interval fund has exposure to over 1,600 institutional properties all across the United States. They're primarily focused on the main four food groups of office, industrial, retail, and multifamily. We combine that with some publicly traded real estate investment trusts to one enhance performance because public and private real estate they just they don't move perfectly uh, together they're they're not perfectly correlated if you will and we also have the publicly traded portion there to provide investors liquidity because sometimes individuals have liquidity needs and to be in a fully illiquid security sometimes is challenging depending on the level of net worth and the other investments that the uh, individual might have so tell us it's March 2016 um, interest rates are at uh uh, bottom in Europe and elsewhere in Japan and elsewhere they're uh, negative uh, interest real estate is very interest rate sensitive and unquestionably low interest rates have been very helpful to the real estate market over the past seven or eight years but interest rates are going to be rising we don't know how far how fast how soon but they're going to be rising and five or ten years from now they're going to be higher than they are today how do you see that impacting the real estate marketplace well I agree with you and I think even if it takes longer for them to rise everybody should underwrite property with the assumption that they're going to rise to be conservative so what you have to look for again if cap rates rise the only way to keep your property value steady and to grow is have strong operating income you can't just rely on cap rates compressing for your growth so the first thing is that uh, we do believe it's going to be a while before interest rates and then cap rates rise. First, interest rates have to rise, and then you will see cap rates start to rise with them, but they don't rise one-to-one. -one. So about a 1% increase, for example, in the 10-year Treasury leads to about a 60 basis point increase in cap rates. When you start doing the math behind that, you really need properties that you can hold for a long period of time. You don't have to sell at the wrong time, and you have strong and stable growth in your income. Absent that, in a rising rate environment, the short term becomes challenging. Nonetheless, if you have a rising interest rate environment and it's accompanied by a strong economy, remember real estate does well uh, in inflationary times as long as there's a strong economy. Like anything else, rent is a price. Rents grow uh, in a rising rate environment. It's tough to build new property if all the prices of goods and services and labor are going up. So you end up with a much better risk-adjusted outcome during those time periods. So Randy, thank you very much. We appreciate you joining us today. Any final words about uh, potential uh, advice to potential uh, real estate investors here before we sign up. Well, again, I would go back to its location, 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 but it's also about asset management, asset management, asset management today. So you got to buy the right properties and in the right markets, and it's back to old school, making sure you're paying attention to your client base, retaining the clients, and making sure that you've got the proper rent contracts in place so you can grow uh, as potentially interest rates start to rise over the uh, over the coming years.